From Tally to Cali, it's time to wake up. Warchant.com is your ultimate seminal sports source. And this is Wake Up Warchant, presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. One more corner pocket. Now here's Warchant.com's ass on Hunter Vandy and Corey Clark. Wake up! What is up, everybody? It is Wake Up War Champ, presented by the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, Tallahassee, Florida. Coming up on today's show, emergency podcast. The Knowles add a playmaker on the offense. Embarrassment of riches? Question mark. And you cannot be serious. Destin Hill, Florida State, is it happening? Wake Up War Champ, presented by Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, Tallahassee, Florida. CPTallyBar.com, the website where you can check out the daily lunch specials. Or you can always grab your phone. Hit that QR code on your screen, a little barcode thing in the corner. Takes you right to the website, but it's Tuesday. You know what's going on. Tacos, beef or chicken, your choice. Lunch special, but it goes all day, though, on Tuesdays, the tacos. Usually 11 a.m. to 3 p.m., but on Tuesday, all day. Hard, soft shell, beef or chicken tacos, your choice. As you get ready for trivia, which launches at 7 p.m. So go check it out over the corner pocket barn grill. You'll not be disappointed. I can almost guarantee it. I just don't have like any sort of way of going through the guarantee but if we figure that out i probably would guarantee it wake up warchant part of the warchant.com family hit the thumbs up button subscribe to our website it's only ten dollars for an entire year Corey. ten bucks for a year you can make 10 of your closest friends that are big time florida state fans so happy and over the moon only 100 bucks make 10 people happy for a whole what year a great christmas present that is they don't have to know it's only ten dollars oh. tell them it's a hundred dollars it's, they, won't, it's they won't know the difference. Yeah, you can even you'll sign up for them. You make them their own username too, so you can like uh, have like an inside joke. If they've got some sort of nickname, mm. you know, uh, you can put that part of their username. And be like, here you go, bud. This is your username. This is your login. Enjoy, and then we all profit. You know, but mainly in the soul is what I'm talking about. Profiting in the soul, right. making people right. happy. Understood. Thumbs up, five star rating interview. Uh, we're here, Corey, because Florida State. I guess apparently. Well, first off, how are you, Corey? We don't have a long show, so I will check and we'll do a wellness check on you real quick. How are you? I'm good, buddy. Thanks for asking. I'm uh, I'm getting over a little bit of a cold, but I think I'm getting over it. I think I'm on the back the back side of it now, and uh, yeah, feel pretty good. Can't complain. You know what I mean? And the Knowles got a pretty pretty nice uh, transfer portal edition on Monday, so that was nice. Yeah, man. So I guess apparently the plan for 2023 for Mike Norvell is I'm not gonna punt. Um. I mean, this kid's something else, especially what he yeah. was in 2021. Didn't work out all that much for him uh, this past season. But Jaheim Bell, apparently his hometown is Lake City, Florida, but he went to high school in Valdosta. He's a Viking. Uh, transferring in from South Carolina. He spent no, no, three- no. He's a Wildcat. Get that right. Oh, really? He, th- he played with Rodemaker. They're the Wildcats. Lowndes oh. is the Vikings. Oh, Apollo. You would think it would be the Valdosta Vikings just with the alliteration, but no, they're the Wildcats. Oh, okay. Thank you for correcting me. Sorry, 229 folk. Sorry, I'll, I'll, I'll take a lap after the show. Yeah, please do. Uh, I got him. I got everything under control, guys. Uh, but Jaheim Bell is listed as a tight end, but his departing offensive coordinator, Marcus Satterfield, called him a wide back, uh, referred to him as Debo 2.0. Debo yeah. Samuel, if any of you watch the NFL, know that he does everything for the San Francisco 49ers, not just catching balls, but also running it. But he's listed as a tight end. He had over 70 carries this past season. Um, you know, he had a really strong 2021, especially with a big-time performance in the bowl game. And this is, if you want to talk about a missing piece, Corey, on this offense, that's elite. Yeah. Feels like they just filled it. 
Yeah, no, this is a this is a guy now. This is a uh, potential probable NFL player. Um, weird kind of career, like you know, he was a freshman during COVID, so nobody really did much that year. Well, also he, last... he had a he had a knee injury his senior year in high school that kind of carried over into that COVID year oh, okay. as well too. There you so. go. So yeah. then uh, his first full season was 2021, and like Aslan said, I think he had 30 for 500. 30 catches for 500 yards. Mm -hmm. And then this year, it actually became a story in Columbia, man. Like, there was a game against Missouri. I mean, if you watch his highlights, you would be like, well, why aren't they throwing it to him two times every quarter? Like, at least. Like, this doesn't make any sense. But he had a game in Missouri where I think he was on the field for nine snaps. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, this gets into a little bit of an interesting backstory here. So after that happened, um, his mom was on Twitter and his uncle were on Twitter not being very subtle or vague about their disapproval of the offense mm -hmm. and, the, and the offensive coordinator and the fact that maybe he wouldn't be around next year. And here we are. He's not around next year. Um, also, I didn't realize this, Aslan. I wrote a column about it that you can read on WarChant because uh, it's just the, the full circle aspect of Jaheim the Dream is that I didn't realize that in 19, he's sitting next to Tate Rodemaker while they're announcing their college intentions or doing their high school oh, yeah. announcement. He picks up a Florida State hat, puts it on his head, and then throws it off to the side and then puts on the South Carolina hat. And then here we are three years later, he picked back up the, South, the Florida State hat, uh, metaphorically, and is coming to Tallahassee, and he's the real deal. Like he, Just so you know what kind of player you're talking about here, and I just want you to try to picture one of the current Florida State tight ends doing this. So he was playing tight end. He had the uh, the. It wasn't him being public, but his family members being public about his lack of touches. After that, there's one of their starting running backs. One of their main running backs goes down to injury. So they move. They essentially move Jaheim Bell to running back. And then against Tennessee in that game where they beat him by 25 points and scored 70, he had 18 carries. No, I'm sorry, he had 17 carries for 82 yards, and he also caught two touchdown passes. I just want you to imagine anybody in the Florida State tight end room in an SEC game against a top 10 team carrying the ball 17 times. You know what I mean? Like you just, you can't picture it. Like what kind of athlete does that? He's 6'3", 230. In the last four weeks of the season, he essentially played running back. He had a running touchdown, rushing touchdown against Clemson. Mm -hmm. um, he, so no, he didn't have the, the, reception, the receiving yardage that he had the year before, but he's already shown he can do that. He's already shown he can be that guy. I think he has like 800 career receiving yards or close to it. But he also finished out his career at South Carolina by getting, you know, 12 to 15 carries a game as a tailback or an H-back or whatever you want to call him. I mean, that's, that's crazy versatility. And it speaks to what kind of athlete Florida State is getting, man. And we've talked about, man, I, I, I think Mike Norvell is a very, very good offensive play caller. I don't know if he's a genius. I'm not throwing that out there. He is certainly a genius at getting tight ends open because they are open all the time in this offense. Now imagine this guy, a former sort of SEC running back, catching those balls wide open in the middle of the field or with three blockers in front on a, on a well-designed screenplay, man. That just, it's the one thing they were missing, I thought, at the skill positions. And uh, they got a guy now. They got a really good guy. Yeah, the role that DJ Lundy would play on the goal line is what this guy's been doing. Uh, so, like, when you hear running back, I mean, it, it's not necessarily him running a lot between the 20s, at least in a lot of these touchdowns. He's just very much – he's got a very good specified role he carried out for South Carolina this season uh, in and around the goal line. So uh, that obviously 
already aids what, you know, they had a little bit of a shaky spell there in the middle of the season, right, Corey, when it came to red zone offense, but they yeah. turned it on yep. the second half of the season. They were good red zone offense last year. Man, they were just going to be incredibly, incredibly difficult to defend now, especially when they enter the red zone. I mean, I, I'm being a little bit facetious here, obviously, but again, man, this offense was, I don't know, man, I don't want to say borderline. I think they were an elite offense. They played the yeah, end of the season. Were as an elite offense and now they add this piece to it and this is not just one he doesn't just fill one role again the, the coach marcus satterfield call him a, a wide back uh, just because all the different things he can do call him a swiss army now if i want to read these uh, these quotes from him and this is from going into the the spring here this is the departing offensive coordinator who's now over at nebraska it says jaheem's one of the top athletes football players in the country um the more we develop him, understanding football IQ and how it transitions onto the field, he could be unstoppable like he was in the bowl game. People don't understand how smart this kid is. He has one of the highest GPAs on our team. He works at it. He's naturally gifted. He is set to have a really great, great year this season. So um, that's really high praise from a guy that Matt Rule just plucked away from Columbia. Uh, obviously didn't have a great, great season, but I just can't imagine that uh, Mike Norvell would – I don't know it's sticking your neck out here, but if you're going to bring in a guy that – Maybe had a little bit of, you know, some gripes with the previous coaching staff. His parents are very involved. His family's very involved in his success, which is fine. Uh, but for Mike Norvell to go ahead and be like, man, I'm going to pull the trigger on this guy and offer him just makes you feel that, again, fit family checked out and this guy's going to be bought in because he's already spent three seasons at college. So you would think one great year here, then he can probably move on. Yeah. But if not, we get him for two years because. Well, and also you can't anybody. you can't judge uh, you, you can't judge people by their family members. Uh, he didn't go public. I, I want to say that his his family yeah. members did. Yeah. And also, I think it speaks to who he is, you know, because he's got a future as a tight end. He's not going to be a running back. He's got a future as a tight end, as a pass catcher at the next level. He was willing for his team to go play running back for the last four games of the season and be good at it. Like that's. That, to me, speaks uh, pretty highly uh, of the kid. If you're just looking about, yeah, we can look at the fact that, he, uh, that, that, his, that his mom and her brother were upset with how he's being used. I'm sure he was, too. I mean, being, imagine being that kind of talent, losing to Missouri and only being on the field for nine plays. That's crazy. It's borderline um, malpractice, coaching malpractice. Yeah, yeah it is. So uh, especially when he was healthy, which he fully was. But, yeah, so then he comes back and helps lead that upset of Tennessee, and then scores a touchdown, a rushing touchdown against Clemson. And, um, you know, Shane Beamer, now he was asked this, keep in mind, he was asked this, this is a quote I have in my column. He was asked this before Jaheim transferred. But he was asked about after the game, like him getting those those 17 carries against Tennessee, and he's my, he said the kid's a football player. He just is. He's a football player. Mm. Now, that was the cadence he used because I, uh, I watched the video. Jaheim is the kind of guy you can put him anywhere, and he's going to go perform. We weren't force-feeding a tight end, forcing him to be a running back. He's a really talented football player that can do good things when the ball is in his hands. Um, and that's obvious. And he's just a its a unique talent. And as much as uh, we appreciate what Cam McDonald did with this program, as much as we like the strides that Marquiston Douglas has made, maybe Brian Courtney turns into something or Jarrell Powers, this guy is a proven unique talent that they have not had. Trey Benson is a unique talent. Johnny Wilson is a unique talent. Jordan Travis clearly is a unique talent. Now they have another one. That's that only, I mean, you're right, man. They have an elite offense already. What's it going to look like with this guy? I like uh, that. You're going to have Johnny Wilson and him on the same side of the field at the nine-yard line? Oof. Good luck. I mean, what? That, there's so many things you can do with a talent like this. Yeah, this is like a Bruce Feldman freaks column, but all on one roster, all on one side of the ball. I really, I, you talked about just, again, man, these guys are, these are unique 
different kind of football players, all those guys you just listed. Now they're all going to be together, all on the same page. It's it's really incredible. You know what, you know what I saw, Aslan, that I thought was an apt comparison? Uh, somebody on our message boards compared him, just reading about him, said he just reading about him and watching him, he looks like a bigger Micah Pittman. Like his role on the team mm-hmm. and what he can do for the team. Right? Like all make right. tough third down catches, run into rounds, um, get tough yards. Like he's just like a maybe bigger and more talented Micah Pittman. And could serve that role. Plus, you get Winston Wright, who's probably better than Micah Pittman. And Micah Pittman was good this year, and now he might be what your fifth, your fifth, fourth most reliable pass catcher. I don't know, man. It's uh, I have no idea what Hakeem Williams is going to be. I mean, freshman wide receivers make plays all the time, and you got all these other guys that that you saw strides in last year. Not to mention the running backs. Although I did just mention them. Gosh, I hate that phrase. Is that not the dumbest phrase in the English language? Not to mention. You say not to mention something as you're mentioning it? Yeah. yeah. It just makes no sense. How did that start? It's just, it defies belief how dumb it is to say not to mention as you're mentioning something. Uh, but anyway, not to mention the running backs, but they're very good. Um, it's just, you know, the the deep, when you look at this team now, again, the, Twitter exploded, social media exploded when they saw that. That's great news for 2023. You have to imagine Florida State goes into next year. You, I, I think you still need one offensive lineman, maybe from the portal. Everything else is laser-focused on the defense, in my opinion. Oh, now, yeah, yeah, yeah. If, a, if an incredible wide receiver, if, if a Jordan Addison clone, who won the Blitnikoff this year? I don't the know. The Marvin Harrison kid? I'm glad you brought get, that up. Uh, by the way, Nick O'Leary did win the Mackey. Okay, good. Sorry, everybody. Y'all yeah. are right. Are bad. I should look that up. But I, I don't thought, know who won the I bullet. Felt like he sure. did, but I wasn't sure. I know I should have uh, should have checked it, but I didn't. I'm sorry. Uh, Twenty two Bolitnikov. Why wouldn't it just pop up? Jalen Hyatt. Oh yeah, okay. Jalen Hyatt. Right. Yeah. So if he wanted to transfer to Tallahassee, you would make room for him. Clearly, yep. um, Marvin Harrison's kid. If he wants to come, uh, that's fine. But oh, otherwise, if you're not getting an elite, elite talent at wide receiver, I just think the rest of your necessities, your open spots all have to be go- going to that defense because you look at that offense now, and if it stays healthy, I, again, like I said, maybe one more lineman, but if it stays healthy, you are going to have one of the best offenses in the United States. If you can get a defense that can be good, not average, not great, somewhere in the middle, you have a chance to play for a championship. That's how much I believe in this offense and the weapons that this kid is going to have at quarterback. That's just – he's – that they're going to be really, really hard to stop next year. Yeah. Uh, Jaheim Bell uh, is listed at 6'3", 232 pounds. He graded out at a 77 grade offensively overall this past year, according to PFF, 85.6 in 2021. Uh, so, again, man, just a, a proven commodity, a very dynamic weapon uh, with an already flush offense. So incredible, incredible stuff here for the Knowles. What was he in 2021? He graded out at 85.6. I mean, they, that had to be one of the higher-ranked tight ends in the United States. Mm. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's remarkable, man. He's Again, this isn't just – there's a reason he was on On3's transfer portal rankings, which we do have on our site because On3's smart and the portal really matters. He's number nine overall. You, it's like imagine looking at the top 100 high school seniors in the country and you just got the number nine overall prospect. That's how excited you should be for this guy. Except maybe more excited because he's proven. It's not somebody's hope that he'll project he'll turn into something. We know what he is already. 
and he's the out of a out of twelve hundred transfers that are on the open market right now, he's the ninth best according to on three. Now the downside is you only get him for a year. I get it, but man, it could be a really special year. And again, you just you, you wonder if Norvell's going to change how he coaches a little, like may like maybe speed up the tempo a little bit because he's going to have so many weapons and so such a good offense that instead of snapping it with twenty, he should be snapping it with twenty seven and give himself I don't know an eight an extra eight to twelve plays a year because that should result in probably another touchdown if he can get if he can squeeze out one or two more possessions each game. That should result in a net positive for Florida State and probably an extra, I don't know, six to seven points. Uh, he is the ninth best. There was a ninth best tight end graded out power five, according to PFF, in 2021. So Okay. All right. And you did like the minimum snaps there too? Like it's no. not guys that just played six snaps? No, wouldn't let me do that. But Because uh, it doesn't it, – it grades them by the amount of targets, not the snaps. Oh, okay. You great amount of offense. Hey, either way, I appreciate the effort, dude. I, I appreciate tried. the effort. I Good tried. work. Tis the season, everybody. It's bowl season. Corey now here. Uh, I'm not going to make you do picks, Corey, but just thoughts real quick as we talk about MyBookie, MyBookie.age. You can bet anything, anytime, anywhere over at MyBookie and use that promo code WARCHANT on your first deposit. You will receive an instant cash bonus directly into your account. You can then bet on it, win it. Get your money back out. Spend it on Christmas presents. Buy subscriptions to War Champ for your friends and family. Florida State, seven and a half point favorite on Oklahoma. Thoughts on that one, Corey? And 65 and a half is the total points. Yeah, I'm surprised that number hasn't hopped up even more, the 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 spread. I don't know about that. I think the point number is probably a good one, the, the over-under, but I would just think Florida State would be favored by more because of the motivation and the the you know just the fact that Florida State's better. But who knows? Could be wrong. South Carolina, two-and-a-half-point underdog to Notre Dame. They have nothing left on offense. Jaheim's gone. Their leading rusher's gone. Yeah. Maybe we should hop on the Irish. Yeah, and then, I, and w- I wonder what's going on there. They had a pretty good end of their season, and then they lose you know, two of their most important pieces on offense. That's uh, interesting, to say the least. But what are you going to do? It's uh, 2022. You can't, uh, you can't really understand anything anymore, but it's, it's Florida State's game, Aslan. So, yeah, I think Notre, I'd like Notre Dame. I think Notre Dame can win that game. As we record this, the line for Ohio State George is off the board, so I can't ask you for that one. Although the total point is sixty-two, um, TCU Michigan Michigan seven and a half point favorite. I think that's generous. I think the Horned Frogs will keep it close, Corey. I don't know if you agree or disagree. I think uh, I think Michigan's probably the best team in the country, okay. and I, but I think I think that will be a game in the fourth quarter. Okay. So. Could go either way. I think it's going to come down to can Michigan punch one last touchdown in there to put the game away. A little backdoor cover. Well, folks, mm. go ahead. Get bowl season prepared and ready on your side by going to mybookie.ag and making your picks. Use that promo code WARCHAMP. Mybookie.ag. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, I know we talked about the top of the show. This is me inserting this after Corey and I had talked uh, into, like, the most natural break in the show. But if you're on Twitter, 
which maybe you shouldn't be on Twitter. Maybe you should. I don't know. I'm not going to give you advice on that. But on Monday night, around 9 p.m., Sam Spiegelman, good human being, used to work with us at the old network. Now he's here at the new network on three. Sam Spiegelman tweets at 8.57 p.m. last night, former top 100 wide receiver Destin Hill of New Orleans, Edna Carr High School, expected to enroll at Florida State in May, a source tells on three. Hill, one of the nation's fastest players, signed with the Knolls over Alabama in February 2021. He then tagged Warchant and Josh Newberg in the tweet. I don't know what to tell you. Just didn't think there was any way we could do a show without mentioning that. Does it? Ma- I don't know if it makes sense. I'm not going to second guess anything Mike Norvell's doing right now. I did that earlier in my career. I'm not going to do it right now. It is beyond comprehension that a young man who has not played organized football now over two years is going to be able to get that scholarship fulfilled as this program is climbing and rising to one of the best in this conference. You know, maybe one of the, maybe one of the 10 best in the nation next year. I don't know what it means. Like, I, I don't know if that means it's just this staff is really loyal. Uh, we give you an offer. Uh, you know, what was it? Uh, what was the, what was the Game of Thrones thing? Lannisters, we, we pay our debts. Maybe Norvell's like Norvell's. We, we, pay, our, uh, we, we pay our debts on the NLI. Uh, not the NIL, but the NLI, the National Letter of Intent. I mean, you look at what they've got at wide receiver. They do lose Pokey. I guess maybe you slot him in there for Pokey. But you like what you got with Johnny and Micah. Winston Wright's back. Malik McLean. Ja'Kai Douglas gives you something special, maybe. I shouldn't say special, but he gives you something, something explosive. You know, Darion Williamson had flashes in his one game. Kentron, Kentron Portier is a guy. That continues to, to be out there working hard, making plays, getting praise from the coaching staff. They got Jaheim Bell, Biscuit, Brian Courtney. They got pass catchers. They got a lot of pass catchers. But if, according to Sam here, he's, you know, one of the nation's fastest players. You never say no to speed, right? I mean, I get it. You have 85 scholarships to use. Not all 85 are home runs. Not all of them are doubles. Not all of them are even singles. Use it on a guy that's got maybe elite speed. They do need somebody to take the top off of a defense, right? Theoretically, you didn't have an elite tight end. You, you went and tried to get one. Maybe you don't have elite straight line speed from anybody out wide. So maybe you go and get it. You bring this guy back. But man, he has not played in over two years. You, this program, are completely different. You are in a, you are in a different on a different planet than you were two and a half years ago when you accepted his commitment. He hasn't played competitive football to our knowledge in two and a half years, and you're going to be like, yeah, man, hop aboard this thing as we were going screaming down a hill at warp speed. We'll get you acclimated. All right, well, then get here in the spring, but like May? I mean, the tweet says May. That looks weird, too. Now, I'm not saying Sam's wrong, but I... I, I doubt the legitimacy of all this lining up. I'm sure, I mean, whoever told him this maybe thinks that there's been maybe some sort of agreement in the past that, hey, get this done and then we'll, we'll let you back on board. Maybe, maybe. I don't know, though. I, I can't even, I can't wrap my head around it. My, my mind is blown to bits and pieces. I can't imagine this happening. But if it does at this point, who are we 
to second-guess Mike Norvell. Uh, back to some thoughts with Corey and I. All right, so that is a wrap for us. Don't forget, later tonight, the Knowles, two in a row? Two in a row, maybe, on the hardwood mm-hmm. against uh, South Carolina Upstate, 8.30 in Tallahassee on the ACC Let's hope Network. they don't pull off an upset. Ooh. Did I say nice, upset right? or did I say upstate? You said upstate, but right, I'm saying you hope upstate doesn't pull off the upset. Yeah. Although, to be fair, I don't even know if Florida State's favored in that game. I assume they are, but who knows anymore. I should probably go back to Live Bucky and check it out. But, uh, yeah, they've been pummeled by, you know, higher-level teams like South Carolina. Uh, their wins mm-hmm. are over teams like Western Carolina, South Carolina State, and CIU, which I have no idea who CIU is. And none of you at home do either, so don't Google it and then be like, Aslan, that's what it is, duh. Because uh, you didn't know that either. But we'll see if they can get her done. That'd be good, right? Get a little momentum here into the holiday season. Um, and we obviously will keep a firm grisp. Grisp? Firm grasp. Mm, nice. Firm grasp. There we go. Tab. A farm I grisp. This, I want get to say tab. I want there. to say tab and then grasp and tab, grisp. Um, but we got everything going on with the transfer portal. Jeff Cameron show one to three o'clock, or rather headlines. You guys even headlines tonight? That's right. Of course we are, man. What kind right. of question is that? We got Jaheim the Dream to talk about. There's no football practice going on. But if anything breaks during that one to three o'clock hour, it'll be on seminal headlines. Michael Langson's got the PRB locked down. We probably will do like a recruiting live show. Uh, and otherwise, I'll post the thread for Renegade Express here, like in the next day or so, and that will uh, yeah. that'll be how we roll this week. And we're, uh, you know, we're what are we? As you're listening to this, we're eight days out from signing day, um, and then obviously the portal is up and running clearly. Um, so yeah, you don't want to be away from WarChant because there's going to be a lot of probably very good news uh, in the next week to ten days, and not a lot of bad news. I wouldn't think. I don't want to jinx it, uh, but I feel like there's going to be, you know, there's just going to be. Um, you know, more portal guys, maybe you flip one or two of these high school kids and you, you bring in a uh, top 12 recruiting class. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, things are looking good over here. And there is a chance, man, you just get a couple of the right pieces. Just thinking about this portal, a couple of right the right pieces or maybe a couple of guys decide they're coming back to uh, to to fall into your lap on the defensive side of the ball. And I think you go into next season crazily, unbelievably. And you guys know I'm a cynic. I'm I'm a pessimist. I see a I see a glass half full of water, and I'm like that water sucks. I'm that guy. I get it. But you go into next season genuinely thinking about making the playoff and playing for a championship. Not saying Ooh. it would happen. You certainly wouldn't be in favor Ooh, for you it. You were talking about conference championship only a few days ago. Now we're talking playoff. Let's go. Th- if you if you get the right pieces now on defense, if you get some NFL dudes to come in for your defense for a year. Um, to go with this offense, which literally coming back, I, I, I mean, I don't know what offense coming back are you sure is going to be better than this one. Like Maybe Ohio Southern State's Cal. always got a great offense, but their quarterback's leaving. Tennessee's quarterback is leaving. Alabama's quarterback is leaving. Like your quarterback is staying and he's awesome and this offense is great with him. Uh, so, yeah, I just, I you know, you got an offense like this, you got a chance. And if you can get some pieces on defense to just be good, just be good. Then, uh, yeah, man, you might be. Uh, we might be. Who knows where we'll be around New Year's Eve of next year, Aslan? I can't even believe it. I can't believe I'm saying stuff like this. This conference has no idea what's about to happen to it. None. Wake up, War Chant. That's a wrap for us. Presented by the Corner Pocket Bar and Grill. Stay connected to WarChant.com throughout the day over the premium recruiting board. Again, all the transfer portal news over there. Some of the headlines coming up one to three o'clock. Have a great one, everybody.